On this epi of Drinks with Binks, we welcome in one of the industry's most respected sports broadcasters, who's also a heck of an Instagram follow, Sarah Walsh. You may remember her from ESPN Sports Center, and now she's crushing the football beat on both NFL Network and Fox. We talk Tom Brady, duh, how people are finally respecting Tampa as a sports town, how much she loves Toronto, the six, and we revisit the Emmy-worthy videos of her children eating dirt. We also sip on some Coronas because we're in the middle of a pandemic. Oh, sorry. I mean, because Sarah is on a beach. Hey guys, welcome on into Drinks with Banks. I'm Julie Stewart Banks. Now my next guest, we've never really met in person before until we became friends online, which is very uh, the last 10 years of our lives, I think. That's where all of our friends and friendships sort of bloom from. And then we met one time. But since then, we have just, we've bantered, we've shared stories, we've, we have a mutual respect for being an absolute crazy town person. Uh, and also mutual respect for working hard in the industry. And so I'm very excited to be able to welcome in none other than Sarah Walsh from NFL Network and NFL on Fox. I thought I was never going to get on this show. It is literally the pinnacle of my career. And when you're like, be. hey, I just want you to know. Yeah, I know. And you're like, hey, I just want you to know you don't really have to drink at, you know, one in the afternoon, uh, on a, you know, in the middle of the week. That's like, you don't have to do it. And I'm like, why would I get, what, what, what am I getting this out for if I'm not drinking it? Let's be honest. I love your response. That was a test, of course. Uh, I can, I can just I like you know, sort of decipher. No, I, I'm always like, I don't want people to feel pressured to drink on the show. But I'm always happy when people are are wanting to drink on the show, even though it is Tuesday at 1 p.m., which means it's after any time that would be sort of being um, considered bad. Okay, so what are we drinking here today, Sarah? Um, well, I'm currently living on the beach where I've been living since um, last February. And so I was going to do champagne because, well, why not? But then I was like, I, I'm really leaning into this beach theme and this Florida theme, and now I'm doing the Bucks for the NFL Network. So I'm like, I'm all in on the beach, so... I had to go Corona in line. Yes. Okay. And so I'm not using this as a prop for your show. Obviously. Also, I like that we have Corona light because we're basic bees over here. Um, and yeah. how apropos we are drinking. Well, drinking also Corona's during a time of celebration of staying safe. Okay. What are we toasting to with our Corona's? Um, the highlight of my career being on this show drinks with thanks. Well, now the you peak of my too, professional too soon. You peak too soon. Okay, toasting to finally getting Miss Walsh on the show. Let's go, baby. Actually, I guess we should have done the whole thingy. What? Mm. I should maybe I should have picked something Canadian since we're both Canadian now too. You know what? The thing about being Canadian is you drink whatever you want. And you drink lots of it, so you are technically Canadian in that <laughs> regard. And you wanted to drink, so. Mm. I was you're right that does taste nice that just hits well that the beach reminds me it takes me back to Cancun not sure how I'd even remember anything from those days but um Sarah okay so tell us you're you're in Tampa you're covering the box you live there now but you lived in Nashville like how's this whole pandemic been for you um yeah so it's really convoluted and honestly like the last three four years of my life when people are like where do you live so we moved back to Nashville. I worked in Nashville at one point. I met my husband in Nashville. He went to Vanderbilt in Nashville. So we go back to Nashville, but then he works in baseball. So during baseball season, 
Um, we would either be in Arizona for spring training for two months, or we would be in Florida for two months. And then we would go to wherever he is team wise, which he's with the Toronto Blue Jays, as you know, which is now why I'm a Canadian. So in the summers we would go to Canada, which is awesome. And, um, but now because of this whole life falling apart scenario, um, with the pandemic, we have been in Florida since spring training. Like none of it was planned. Wow. Our, I mean, look, our year is like everyone else's year. Like it just went off the rails. Um, and, and we look at it, we try to be like, how can we make the most out of our situation? Um, and ended up staying down here and it's been great actually. Um, you know, cause we had, we, we had little kids that weren't like cooped up with the cold weather. We were able to get them outside and, um, not do everything normal that you would normally do, but, um, being in Florida certainly has helped, I think with the pandemic situation. Yeah. And I mean, you mentioned that, you know, everyone's going through a lot of this stuff, but you guys have a unique situation. You're working, you have children, uh, the Blue Jays that your husband is a bullpen coach for were not even in Toronto. They were no. in Buffalo and it's just like kind of like a yeah. whole hoot and any of a mess. But I want to get to the most important part <laughs> of what you just mentioned, which are your children, Hutton and Breeze, who are just stars of the internet right now. And <laughs> the beginning was when I was so into them, everyone out there who follows her on Instagram, you'll know, you'll know the seasons of Hutton and Breeze is the dirt eating was, was fantastic content. What was up with your kids? Just like obsessively eating dirt all the time. So I didn't, I've never had kids before. I didn't grow up around, like I wasn't one of these like baby people that like I didn't babysit. I, I knew nothing about kids. I didn't know how many people are into kids like on social media. And by the way, I used to, I used to be like super private. I put nothing on there. So yeah. I didn't know if I would ever even like share anything about them. And then I did and people go nuts over them. I don't know if it's because there's two of them. I don't know if it's because they're lunatics, um, probably maybe a combination of both, but I didn't think it was like a thing. So we had this, um, we had a fiddly fig in our house, our Nash Nashville house. And they would go, it was like a large thing. They would go over there. This is like when they're toddlers and eat the dirt out of it. And like, I caught them once and I'm like, oh my God, like you can't do that. <laughs> and then like, and then I started like filming every time I caught them and I'd be like, what do you do? And they like are startled and they're looking at you and with like, I didn't do it, but there's like dirt, like all running down their mouth, like dirt in their diapers. And um, they would do it all the time. They would do it all the time. And we put like netting over it. Well, this plant, it's like really big and it wasn't cheap. So it's like one of those things where you're like, I'm not getting people like get rid of the plant. I'm like, I'm not getting rid of the plant. I'm going to get rid of them before I get rid of the plant. Like, the plant stain. <laughs> And like, we did everything, we put like a, a net over it. Like we've done everything and these little monsters would find a way. And then of course, like my mom is like, who knows what's in that? That's like the fertilizer and they're going to grow like a third arm. Like you better watch it. And they're fine. They're fine. I mean, they've gotten to three and a half, so they're okay, right. but they don't eat the dirt anymore. But for a while they were eating dirt all the time. And, um, I just started filming it and it's crazy. Cause I would put that up and people would go, not people, they don't care. Like, you know how, um, everyone on Instagram, like they love people with their sexy swimsuit pictures. Like on my yes. account, all people want is like, show me your kids eating dirt today. And, um, and now it's transitioned into like the new twin hotness on my page is these baby races we started doing. Oh, I love those. Um, I the pony was great. Anytime I post them, we have this, this beach house, like they just run in a circle. I mean, they race each other, but they throw hissy fits and I make fun of them. And, um, yeah, I basically make fun of them and they pout when they don't win. And I call it lessons in sportsmanship because it's like the worst lessons in sportsmanship you've ever seen. <laughs> and now all the time people are like, when are you posting another baby race? And I, I, I'm not even making that up. If I post a baby race today, like the, like the DMS I get 
And people will be like, even if it's like I post a nice picture of myself, someone will be like, hey, so that, that's a nice picture of you and all, but can you just go back to posting the twins? Like, let's get, we, like, need, we need we need the kid content big time. They are, Sarah, they are hilarious too. And them owning up to things that they didn't do, did do, calling each other out. Absolutely just cream prime content and the fact that it was like what but like why would you be eating dirt it's still what i would like to know at some point but we do have to go to break uh we are drinking and thinking here with sarah welsh from nfl network and nfl on fox don't go anywhere hi i'm christina root and i'm the host of catalina stars young and famous podcast where I interview the young and famous Latinx stars that you know and love. I'm nine years old, and I interview stars from your favorite Netflix show, Disney show, and favorite movie. I ask young and famous Latinxers how they made their dreams come true. Listen to Kelly and Stars every week to get motivated, inspired, and happy. With me, Christina, the youngest Latinx journalist and podcaster. Listen to Catalina Stars, Young and Famous with Christina Aru on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Joy Taylor, and I had drinks with Banks. Hey guys, welcome back to Drinks with Banks. I'm Julie Stewart Banks. I'm here with Sarah Welsh from NFL Network, NFL and Fox. We're sipping on a little Corona light. Mm. Hmm. Just sweet, sweet nectar when it hits your lips. Now, speaking of beer, let's get into some of your career stuff you're doing right now, Sarah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you've been killing it. You've been everywhere. You've been doing NFL Fox and NFL Network, and you're in Tampa. You're like in the precipice of, of the ultimate stories of the NFL world with Tom Brady. And we just saw the Saints Bucks game this past week and it was a stinker. It was that was the only game I cared about all day and it was just like it sucked. Um at this point in the season, like mid-season pretty much right now, you've watched this team, you've been around them like what where are they? Like how what kind of grade would you give them at this point? Well, I think um do you throw out is like in, back in college when they throw out the like high score and the low score on tests because it, if that game Sunday doesn't happen, you would think that they would be contending. I mean, there was talk going into the game Sunday night that are they the team to beat in the NFC? Or is this team going to like really make a run? And one of the linebackers, Sheck Bear, was like, this team is built to win now. I mean, it's sort of this like all-star team that they put together. And then you just throw Antonio Brown into the mist. And when they signed him um, about two weeks ago now, you were like, oh my God, like this team. And then they come out Sunday night. Like, so I, this sounds really lame and I don't have a great answer for you. I guess you would give them maybe like a, maybe a B minus just in the sense of like, they haven't had time together. They really haven't. Um, I am stunned by what happened Sunday night. I think they're mm -hmm. stunned by what happened Sunday night, especially because their defense, but people don't realize that defense has been good for a while. That defense, uh, is really good. It, they weren't on Sunday night and that's the most surprising, but they were that good last year. Like I did several of their games a year ago on NFL on Fox when Jameis was quarterback. So there were a ton of turnovers and they lost, they lost games that that defense kept them in. So I've, I've known that for a while. Like if they could just get the right offensive pieces and they were going to be really good. I, I just don't have an explanation for what happened on Sunday. The Saints were just better. They were, um, they executed better. They did everything better. They were, their game plan was better. 
Um, it's, it's hard to tell because they have looked really good at times. And so yeah. I, I can only think if something like that happens. I can only think that it's just, they have not had time, you know, Tom switches teams for the first time in his life. And you've got guys out there trying to get on the same page that had no off season, preseason, all of that stuff. I, I don't know if that's why we saw what happened Sunday, but I'd also have to believe given who Tom is and, and given what he's done, like he's not okay with that. Right. So yeah. he already prepares like a, a crazy maniac, I would assume. And I would assume that that gets stepped up even more. Um, so I would say maybe B minus C just because that Sunday thing was such an abomination. All right. So we've gone down since the teacher started marking our homework here. That usually was the case for me. Um, there's a lot of stuff I want to get next week. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. I mean, it's like one of those things where we don't have a great sample size at the moment of what's going on, but it looks very good. You started off the year quite well, maybe midterms happened, you got one out, you know, you didn't really take it as seriously. Uh, (laughs) but moving on, um, what is uh, right now, whatever Bucks aside or in this, what's like your favorite story in the NFL that you are like ah, excited about? Um, I, I mean, it, it, the Bucks. Like, so, okay, I grew up in Tampa. So this is like the one thing my, my family followed like our whole life. It's actually, it's funny. It's the first time like I'm, not the first time, but probably the first time like I'm saying something my parents actually care about. Like, I'm like, dad, how great is your life that like, you know, they would, they would watch sports center cause I was on, but half the time, um, you know, like my, my grandma who's 92 now, she would watch it and like, she didn't care what I'm talking about. She would watch to see like what I was wearing that day kind of thing. But I'm like, dad, how great is it? You turn on the TV and literally the only thing you care to hear someone talk about is the thing like I'm talking about. Like, that's pretty cool. Um, so it's exciting. So, so really that, and I think, and especially so for me, because as being someone from Tampa, when I would, was in Bristol back in the day, there's a lot of people there from um, the Northeast area. It would be Yankees, Red Sox. It would mm-hmm. be Patriots, Giants, um, Cowboys. Nobody ever cared about Tampa. Like nobody. And I was like the lone person there from Tampa. So I'd always be like, hey, what about um, this story in Tampa? And everybody's like, get out of here. Like nobody They'd cares. Like- and, and, and correct. And even, but by the way, even if they were really good, if Tom wasn't here, they still wouldn't care about Tampa. Like Tampa is just not a, a, a place or a team that gets like the national media. Like mm-hmm. it, they just want the Stanley cup here. Like nationally mm-hmm. people, it's just not the market that people care about. So for me, it's sort of like gratifying and awesome yeah. that this city. And I mean, Stanley cup, they just won it. The Rays almost won the world series. And then you had this like rise of, of Tom and Tom's going to be a huge story whether they're good or not. So yeah, um, that is an exciting time to be there covering it and having your parents, you know, get to watch it in that, that regard. My dad, my, my parents have never really gotten to see me do anything that they were interested in. Um, but speaking of, you mentioned <laughs> Bristol and ESPN, except for this, my mom very loves this. She loves, so, she loves, actually, she things. follows you on Instagram. So this is great too. So, um, cause we were discussing your children. I need but, the followers, you know, <laughs> Uh, but you mentioned Bristol and, you know, obviously, you know, I, that's where I first knew of you when I first moved to the States was you being on sports center. And, and we know, uh, when, when you were part of the 2017 layoffs, which was a really awful sort of situation that you were a part of, they're doing the same thing kind of right now, but you are now, you know, you're questioning it with NFL network and NFL Fox. How has like, from your perspective right now, how has your, um, uh, your viewpoint on like what happens, like, how do you sort of interpret it from where you are? Um, I don't know. I just think, I know that this is going to be cliche, but like everything happens for a reason. And, um, 
I grew up in Florida. So like living in the Northeast was never, never going to be my thing. Um, at the time I had been through like a lot, a lot personally. Um, we had, we had been through like a lot of, uh, loss, like having, um, kids and I had gone through a really, really difficult stretch of, um, surgeries and a lot of health problems that nobody knew about that I very much like kept under wraps. Um, and I just had, and I think that this was, you know, looking back the wrong mindset. I think I really thought that working in a male dominated industry, working in a place that was as competitive as it was, like if I let on that anything was ever wrong with me, um, it would be used against me or somehow I would be penalized for that. So I had gone through like a really, really rough stretch of like literally, um, you know, from being on set to having a miscarriage to, you know, being in surgery and then showing up the next day when doctors would be like, you need to, you you can't go work for a week. And I would like get on a plane and go flat. Like it was just, and it wasn't even like physically what was so hard. It was more like mentally, like putting on this mask that like everything was okay. And I think eventually like that ends up being really damaging. And, And not that I think you need to shout medical problems from the rooftop or anything by that means, but I just, I, I added such a layer of stress to myself of like trying to hide everything um, that I had gone through literally the ringer and I had had these twins. It was a high risk pregnancy. I hid the fact that it was twins from everyone. I certainly hid it at work because I was afraid that I was honestly afraid if I was like, I have a twin pregnancy, which is high risk right out of the gate. They, I would not travel. So again, like I even, and my husband at the time was like, I, I had for the most part that I was pregnant. I mean, I got, um, texts and emails after I announced that I had these kids. I, I have one text that I still have saved. That's like, we're so happy you found a surrogate, um, to have these kids. And I'm like, no, I had them. And they're like, what do you mean you had them? And they like scream, grab a picture of me at the national championship, like two weeks before. And they're like, you, you're not pregnant in this picture. And it was like all angle. If you saw me in person, like yeah. I was, but I mean, like I really like worked my ass off to hide things. And, um, and so when I had them, it was honestly such a blessing and we had gotten through literally like the worst of life for me. And, um, so I was out on maternity leave when those layoffs happened. So it wasn't even like on my radar. Um, I had been told not to worry about it. Like you're not involved in this. I was in Florida at the time cause we, they came early so I, um, it was just a whirlwind of life for me at that moment. And so I, I flew back, um, cause I was told to report back to work because my attorney leave was, um, was getting towards the end. I flew back to work and hours after we landed, they called, told me, um, and I was like, okay, how can I handle this the best way? Like I can handle it. And I think, I think just having gone through everything we went through, like on, on losing like babies that I'm like, this isn't the worst thing that's happened to me in life. Like, it's just not like it it can't be. And if I want to sit here and be super down and upset about it, then like, you're kind of negating things that like really were like, have some perspective on life. Like you have these two babies that, I mean, they were in the NICU and even that was like a little dicey, but like, we're so lucky. So I think that like, when I look back, um, in some ways it could have been like crazy because it's like everything happened. I've never had a kid before. Now I have two. I've never been late. I mean, I put off having these kids for until a lot later in life because of my career. And I think I worked so hard at this career stuff um, and said like nothing else matters. And then you realize like the other stuff, not only does it matter, it matters more because, mm-hmm. you know, companies like they, nobody cares about, like it's a company, right? Like they don't care about you the way like family does and friends do and things like that. So I just, I don't know. I think I had like a good perspective. I'd like to think I had a good perspective on it. And um, 
And I think going through like what we had gone through made it, um, not hurtful, but like, you just kind of, you realize like, okay, well, like these kids are okay and we're going to be okay. And we're going to figure it out. And somehow it's going to lead you to a path. That's like one door closes, another door is going to open. And that's sort of how, how we've adjusted. Yeah. Well, you seemingly have a very mature approach to a situation that wasn't handled uh, on the other end in that way. I think uh, considering the situation you were in when you were told you were laid off just from an outsider's perspective. Um, but you seemingly have also very good advice for people that are going through this right now. Not the same situation as you, of course, ha- having come off maternity leave and everything that went into even just being in that situation. But uh, ESPN seeing, you know, mass cuts as well. Uh, we got to go to a quick break. But uh, thank you so much again, uh, Sarah, for your honesty on this. We'll have a whole lot more. Sarah Walsh on the other side. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Hey guys, welcome back to Drinks with Binks. I'm JSB. We've got Sarah Walsh here, who is an honorary Torontonian. This is my necklace that I have here. Okay, Sarah, we don't have a whole <laughs> lot of time. You love Toronto so much. Yeah. Why? Why are you obsessed with God's country and Toronto? <laughs> um, well, when my husband took this job at the Blue Jays, um, I was like, you take the one job out of the country, like that's what we're going to do. Like there's, there's one baseball team out of the country and you go there. Across the board, Julie, I'm not kidding. Every person goes, you're going to love Toronto. You're going to love Toronto. Okay. I couldn't be more Florida. I mean, look, look at me. I couldn't be more Florida. And I'm like, what about me says Toronto, but it's Toronto in the summer. And everyone's like, you're going to die. You're going to love it. They were all right. It is if for the people that haven't been to Toronto, it is a, I don't know if I can say it's a hidden gem because everyone knew apparently, but me, but like when the weather finally turns and I remember stepping off the plane and when the weather turned nice and like, this is the nicest day I've ever experienced. And then it's like that for like three months of like, every day is the nicest day. Here's another little Toronto fun fact. Um, it's like New York, but super, super clean. Mm-hmm. And I cannot get over, this is going to be weird. And my husband, Matt is like, okay, get over the landscaping, the flowers and landscaping. And I don't mean in a botanical garden, like all of Toronto is like a botanical garden. Like that you're not walking down the street in New York city. And it, I mean, what is the landscape budget in Toronto? So down by the water, I bought Yeah, it's down by real the water, big. We got a real big landscaping budget. No. Oh, it's nice it's that you like, notice this, so, Sarah. I notice these things. It's so pretty. I had girlfriends come up and they're like, look at the flowers. I mean, everywhere. I feel like all of Toronto is like in the United States, what we think a botanical garden looks like. Like that's just the regular streets. Like interesting. I have never heard that take before about the six, but I will take it. If, and if you go down, go down by the water, it's like incredible, like how pretty it is. And I okay. like water. So yeah, it is. It's a great city. Anyone who hasn't visited. Well, we don't have a whole lot of time, but Sarah said she knows Canada better than me. And this is the only oh, yeah. map I have, but it's a pillow. <laughs> <laughs> 
So Sarah, Wait, I you think, Toronto. I'm John King here, all right? I know all the counties that you guys have in America at this point. Tell me, what is, what is that province? Oh, province. Julie, I literally only know Toronto. And like, it's like, you it's like six Canada. restaurants in you said Canada. Toronto is Canada. Toronto is You're right. Canada. You know what? I, that's, that's, I never You won this Toronto. competition. Toronto is Canada. It, and that is. <laughs> it's like right there. Actually, that's Quebec. Where are we? Uh, uh, maybe this pillow might be wrong. But yes, Toronto is Canada. We settled it here on the show. Um, guys, we have to take a quick time out. We're going to have a whole lot more Sarah when we get back. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's the Cooligans. Hello, I'm Christian. I'm Alexis. Okay, we are two stand-up comedians, and we host uh, the funniest soccer show you've ever seen. That's right. We love talking about soccer. We're wild. We're silly. We have no idea what we're doing, <laughs> but it's a fun ride. And we're on Fubo every Tuesday and Thursday at 8 p.m. That's right. Fubo Sports Network. Do it. Hey, everyone. Montel here. I need to check out my brand-new podcast, Let's Be Blunt with Montel. We'll be having kind of conversations about cannabis, wellness, and everyday social issues impacting your everyday life. It's all about empowering you and giving you the information you need to make it through your daily life. There won't be any BS. There won't be any hidden agendas. Just honest, interesting conversations. So make sure you tune in to the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's all about a blunt conversation, and that's what we intend to have every day. Like what you're hearing? Check out Drinks with Binks on Fubo Sports Network every Friday night at 8 p.m. Stream it on the Fubo TV app, Roku, Samsung TV, and more. Oh, and don't forget, it's BYOB. Sorry, startup life. Hey, guys, we've had an awesome time drinking and binking with Sarah Walsh from NFL and Fox NFL Network, and I would have loved to ask you what Carissa would have thought of my bookcase back here, but we'll save that for episode duh. Where can we find you next, Sarah? Um, so I am leaving the warmth of Florida this weekend to do the Texans at the Browns. I will be in Cleveland on Sunday for the NFL on Fox. And then after that, I'll be back on the Bucks beat uh, there in Carolina. But I'll be in Cleveland and then I'll go back to the Bucks. I don't, I don't, we've like got 15 calendars on our fridge like, to figure out where either one of us is at any given time. But the next thing, I only know just the next thing. And I'll be in Cleveland on the NFL on Sunday. Awesome. You are just everywhere. That is a lot of teams to get to know and to follow. So thanks so much for everything here. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. Yeah, great. Especially the children. They're just a hoot. Um, Sarah Walsh 10 and then Sarah underscore Walsh on Twitter. Make sure that you guys follow us on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube at Fubo Sports. And this is in podcast version, of course, because we do everything here. Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your pods. We will see you guys next week. Bottoms up, bitches. Bye.